Hello, my name is Dwayne Spearman, and I am the founder of Directional Ministries located here in Lynchburg, Virginia. This is a teaching ministry that is called to encourage, disciple, and challenge the people of God. Today is Tuesday, May the 29th. Let's go ahead and open up our Bibles to Matthew chapter number 8. And today we're going to concentrate on verses 28 through 34. So let's go ahead and read these passages of Scripture, and then we'll open up in a word of prayer. And when he was come to the other side, into the country of the Gergesenes, there met him two possessed with devils, coming out of the tombs, exceeding fear, so that no man might pass by that way. And behold, they cried out, saying, What have we to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of God? Art thou come hither to torment us before the time? And there was a good way off from them a herd of many swine feeding. So the devils besought him, saying, If thou canst cast us out, suffer us to go away into the herd of swine. And he said unto them, Go. And when they were come out, they went into the herd of swine. And behold, the whole herd of swine ran violently down a steep place into the sea and perished in the waters. And they that kept them fled and went their ways into the city and told everything and what was befallen to the possessed of devils. And behold, the whole city came out to meet Jesus. And when they saw him, they besought him that he would depart out of their coast. Heavenly Father, we do come before you this morning, ask that you bless the reading of your word, that you would open our eyes to see and our ears to hear and our hearts to understand the things that you have for us today. Be with the needs that are represented by everyone who's listening. Ask, Father, that you would meet them according to your riches and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Here for the first time in the New Testament, we see the word demon mentioned. Now bear in mind, this account is recorded also in Mark chapter number 5 and Luke chapter number 8. In Mark and Luke, they just deal with one of these men. However, Matthew deals with both of them. But they're both, all three are dealing with the same event. Now, the word demon is found more than 75 times in the New Testament. It's usually translated devil in our King James Bible. They are also referred to as familiar spirits, unclean spirits, evil spirits, seducing spirits, and even wicked spirits. Now, in regards to their origin, there are a number of theories. Some would say they are spirits of deceased wicked men. Uh, in other words, good men died and go to heaven bad men died and their spirits are walking the earth however i don't believe this can be the case because the bible says that unsaved men are in hell in psalm 9 verse 17 the wicked shall be turned into hell in luke chapter 16 verse number 23 as soon as the rich man had died and in hell he lifted up his eyes being in torments the book of Revelation, speaking of judgment, says, And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them, and they were judged according to their work. So the theory that they are spirits of deceased wicked men, uh, I don't think that holds a lot of water. As soon as you die, you're either in heaven or you're in hell. Now, another theory is that they are the spirits of a pre-Adamic race. And what this, this theory is, uh, it comes about because of the word that's translated in the King James in Genesis chapter 1, verse number 28, where it says, And God blessed them and said unto them, Be ye fruitful, multiply, and replenish the earth and subdue it. So the word replenish there makes it sounds like at one time it was plentiful. 
So to replenish means to refill or to replenish. So some would say that there were, there were a race of people on the earth that are referred to as the pre-Adamic race. Um, I find that very hard to believe uh, because the Bible says that Adam was the first man. In 1 Corinthians 15, 45, and so it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living being. So I'm not going to go with a pre-Adamic race. The third uh, theory as to the origin, and I believe to be the correct one, is that they are merely fallen angels. Uh, these are the same angels uh, that rebelled uh, with Lucifer. Uh, let's look at that very quickly. If you look in Isaiah uh, chapter number 14 and verse number 12, Isaiah chapter 14 and verse number 12, it says, How are you fallen from heaven, O day star, son of the dawn? How are you cut down to the ground, you who laid the nations low? You who said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven above the stars of God, and I will set my throne on high, and I will sit on the mount of the assembly in the far reaches of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds, and I will make myself like, like the most high. And he says, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, but you are brought down to Sheol, to the far reaches of the pit. Those who see you will stare at you and ponder over you. Is this the man that made the earth to tremble and shook the nations? Who made the world like a desert and overthrew its cities? Who did not let his prisoners go home? You know, we know that in time past, Satan rebelled against God. And he was kicked out of heaven as a result of it. Um, matter of fact, in Ezekiel, uh, we see a little more detail in regards to this event in Ezekiel chapter number 28 and verse 12, Ezekiel 28 and verse 12. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me, son of man, raise a lamentation over the king of Tyre and saying to him, thus says the Lord God, you were the signet of perfection, full of wisdom, perfect in beauty. You were in Eden, the garden of God. Now, obviously, this is addressed to the king of Tyre, which was a real person. But the king of Tyre was not in the garden of Eden. Okay, so obviously, it's reaching back beyond and doing a, a compare and contrast between the two. You were in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was your covering. Sardius and topaz and diamond and beryl and onyx and jasper and sapphire and emerald and carbuncle. And crafted in gold were your settings and your engravings on the day that you were created. They were prepared. You were the anointed guardian cherub. I placed you. You were on the holy mountain of God in the midst of the stones of fire. You walked. You were blameless in the day that you were created until unrighteousness was found in you. In the abundance of your trade, you were filled with violence in your midst and you sinned. So I cast you as a profane thing from the mountain of God. I destroyed you, O guardian cherub, from the midst of the stones of fire. Your heart was proud because of your beauty. You corrupted your wisdom for the sake of your splendor. I cast you to the ground. I exposed you before kings to feast their eyes upon you. By the multitude of your iniquities and the unrighteous, unrighteousness of your trade, you profaned your sanctuaries. So I brought fire out from the midst. It consumed you and turned you to ashes in the earth in the sight of all who saw you. All who know you among the peoples are appalled at you. You have become a dreadful end. You have come to a dreadful end and shall be no more. 
So we see here the rebellion of the devil in time past. Also in the New Testament, and we know that there were other angels involved in it with him. As the devil was cast out, so were the other angels that rebelled against him. In Revelation, we see some more of this, more details uh, in regards to the story. In Revelation chapter number 12, verse number four, his tail swept down a third part of the stars of heaven and cast them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman who was about to give birth. So here we see also the devil referred to in time past when his tail swept a third of the stars of heaven. The stars of heaven are referring to uh, the angels of God. Um, so a third of them were cast out with the devil in verse number nine. And the great dragon was thrown out that ancient serpent who is called the devil and Satan, the deceiver of the whole world. He was thrown down to the earth and his angels were thrown down with him. So I believe that demons are simply fallen angels. They're the, they're the ones that rebelled with the devil in eternity past in Matthew 25 41 then shall he say also unto them on the left depart from me you cursed into everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels so again I believe the biblical answer is that they are fallen angels now there's some people that'll disagree with me and that's fine I don't think on the day of judgment God's gonna uh, the, the question of the day is not going to be who do you believe the demons are um, it's all got to do with faith in his son, Jesus Christ. But I believe the best answer is fallen angels. Now, in regards to fallen angels, the Bible indicates that these fallen angels, there's two types. There's chained and there's unchained. In regards to the chained, many believe that these chained demons are the ones that are referred to in Genesis chapter number six. Now, you remember in the story in Genesis chapter number six, something kind of strange happened. <clears throat> and it says, when man began to multiply on the face of the land and daughters were born to them, that the sons of God and that sons of God there is referring to angels. <clears throat> and if you don't believe that, uh, if you want further text of that, if you go over into Jew, uh, the God, the 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 book of Jew, Job, I'm sorry, in the book of Job, <clears throat> you'll see uh, that in verse in Job chapter one, verse number six. Now, there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord and Satan also came among them. So that son, that term sons of God, they're referred to as sons of God. They're referred to as the stars of heaven. These sons of God saw that the daughters of men were attractive and took to them wives as many as they chose. And the Lord said, my spirit shall not abide. And of course, you know, the conversation that he has between God and Job, I mean, between God and Satan, have you not considered my servant Job? And of course, we know <clears throat> that the Bible says that these are actually chained up because in second Peter chapter number two, verse number four, for if God not spared, not the angels that sinned. And again, um, these angels that sinned, but cast down, cast them down to hell and delivered them into the chains of darkness to reserved under judgment. He's not referring to the angels that actually rebelled with Satan in eternity past, but he's actually referring to a particular set of angels. I believe that's being referred to here in Genesis chapter number six. And he cast them down to hell and delivered them into chains of darkness. Also, the little epistle Jude refers to this in verse number six. And the angels which kept not their first estate 
but left their own habitation. He hath reserved in everlasting chains under darkness till the judgment of the great day. So there is, there are obviously from the text, there are some demons that are chained. There are some demons that are unchained. Uh, matter of fact, in Revelation chapter 9, in verse number 1, we see these angels again. In Revel these chained angels, it says, And the fifth angel blew his trumpet, and I saw a star fallen from heaven to the earth. And he, now of course this is the devil himself, was given a, a, a key to the shaft of the bottomless pit, and he opened the shaft of the pit. And from the shaft arose smoke like the smoke of a great furnace, and the sun and the air were darkened with the smoke from the shaft. And of course these demons were loosed upon the earth. So obviously these demons, there are demons that are chained that are reserved until the judgment of the great day. And here I believe in Revelation chapter nine, verse number one and two, we see the devil himself being the key to unleash these demons upon man. Matter of fact, in Revelation nine eleven, they have as a king over them the angel of the bottomless pit and his name in the Hebrew is Abaddon and in the Greek he is called Apollyon, names for the devil himself. So there are two types of demons. There are chained demons and there are unchained demons. Now these unchained demons have a certain amount of freedom while the chained demons don't have any freedom until the day that they're released. Now the unchained demons the bible says in psalm 78:49 he cast upon them the fierceness of his anger and his wrath and his indignation and trouble by sending evil angels among them so obviously there's some bad angels out there that i believe are demons in ephesians chapter number 6 verse number 12 we're told for we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers against the rulers of the darkness of the world against spiritual wickedness in high places we know that that's referring to files and ranks of demons so there's two types of demons there's chained demons and there's unchained demons and i believe demons are fallen angels um and then moving on, I want us to notice the new condition of the man after the exorcism. So the Lord exercises the demons out of the man. The demons run into the pigs. They fall down into the ocean. They die. But notice the new condition of the man after the exorcism. And we're told about that not here in Matthew, but we're told about it in the account in Mark. In Mark chapter number 5, verse number 15, it adds another caveat to the story. Then they came to Jesus and saw the one who had been demon possessed and had the, had the legion sitting and clothed in his right mind, and they were afraid. So in Matthew, we only see the people coming out asking Jesus to go away. In the account in Mark, they actually came out to Jesus. They saw the one who had been demon possessed sitting, clothed in his right mind, and they were afraid. I believe this is a picture of the new birth. Because notice now the once demon-possessed man, he is sitting. <clears throat> he is sitting. Mary sat at the feet of Jesus, listening to his every word. So obviously this man is in his right mind. Notice also he's clothed. Instead of running around naked, uh, the garments of salvation and the robe of righteousness had been given to him. And then notice also he's in his right mind. The Bible says in 2 Timothy 1, 7, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And then also, <clears throat> he was witnessing. We are told another interesting caveat in regards to the man in Mark. In Mark chapter number 5 again, in verse number 18, 
it says of the man, and he was sitting, he was getting into the boat, and the man who had been possessed with the demons begged him that he might go with him. And he did not permit him, but he said to him, Go home to your friends and tell them how much the Lord has done for you and how he has had mercy on you. And he went away and he began to proclaim in the Decapolis how much Jesus had done for him. And everyone marveled. So we see this man was setting. He's clothed. He's in his right mind. And Mark even says that he went about witnessing. He was telling other people what Jesus had done for him. God bless you guys. Hope that you have a great day. Remember that God loves you, wants the best for you. He's working all things out for your good.